0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the third episode of digital downtime it's your boy prince it's your boy gilly it's your boy whatever you want to call me at this point because the grand theft auto 6 yes I did not stutter i'm not making this shit up the gta 6 trailer has officially dropped by rockstar games And uh, it released on uh, December 4th in the evening times. Originally scheduled to release December 5th in the morning But it got leaked And the leaker couldn't just wait another 12 hours So Rockstar said fuck it we're just going to give you the real thing So Stay tuned We're going to talk about it dissect some details I'm hyped as fuck Alright, so GTA 6, if you know anything about me, um, you know when I first started streaming, I went through the original GTA trilogy on stream, it had a lot of, actually got a decent following to it, you know what I'm saying? People tuned in, a lot of dedicated fans, especially of San Andreas and Vice City, a few for three as well, Uh, but yeah, when I first started streaming back in 2020, that was kind of the trilogy that kind of helped me jump shot a bit and gain some followings and you know how i played them and etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know just just even growing up you know grand theft auto was a huge part um of my childhood probably games i shouldn't be playing as a child but hey we turned out all right um but you know i played gta3 like i said vice city san andreas all originally then again in 2020 uh, i played vice city stories on the psp back in the day and liberty city stories uh two games I do want to revisit, so make sure to follow the Twitch at twitch.tv slash Uh might be replaying through those one of these days. But um and then from there, uh obviously clearly played GTA four as well on the original 360, played it again on PC in twenty twenty one, played GTA five multiple times. Um have not done a PC playthrough, but might as well do it now sometime in 2024 um did a lot of gtrp like i said if you know me you'll know you'll know how long i've been doing rp you know we did a lot of just rp um and then we're just on ignite and a few other servers and you know we got the shuttle 5 you know a game i adore i know the map inside out now from all the rp time so a series that means a lot to me and a developer that means a lot to me because I'm a big fan of Rockstar in general, outside the GTA series. Love Red Dead Redemption, love Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I will argue with anyone saying Red Dead Redemption 2 is by far maybe top 10 video games ever written. I'm not saying it's the best game of all time, but you could make that argument as well. But from just a pure writing standpoint, it might be one of the best games ever. Definitely top 10. You know, the characters in it from Arthur to John, to Micah, to Dutch, to, you know, just overall pacing and everything that goes on. I know it's a slow burner, and that turns people off. And I know Red Dead Redemption is not as popular as Grand Theft Auto 6. Or, sorry, well, yeah, but it's not as popular as Grand Theft Auto as a series in general. But it's definitely Rockstar's, like, second flagship series. Absolutely love it. From there, obviously, I love Midnight Club growing up. Midnight Club 3-dub edition. fide banger. Love L.A. Noir. I love the Max Payne series. Love Bully. Manhunt was interesting. And, you know, like, see what I mean? Probably just sound like a Rockstar dick rider. But the point is, time and time again, Rockstar develops quality games. Um, I do miss the era, like that 360 era, PS2 era where they were pushing out a lot of games aside from just GTA, you know, the Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption got thrown in there, Red Dead Revolver, which is a, one a lot of people forget about on PS2. Also pretty fun. You know, they're throwing the Midnight Clubs and the Bullies and the LA Noirs and the Max Payne's, like I said. Um, so here's hoping one day that they might return to that form, but they are focusing on bigger and larger scale projects since GTA 5 because Red Dead Redemption 2 was highly ambitious and delivered on all fronts. So was GTA 5 with the three protagonists. for what it did during that time. Absolutely crazy on the fly. Switching from one to the another. Other stories intermingled. All that good stuff. So. We haven't got anything since Red Dead 2. It's finally here. Right? The trailer is finally here. Um, like I said, it was originally scheduled for December 5th in the morning. It got leaked on social media unfortunately you know what can you do and they decided just to drop it officially they even tweeted about it um saying hey you know due to leaks here's here's the official one and uh make sure you go watch it if you haven't super high quality and just a super s- superb trailer um so let's let's dissect into a little bit of the trailer what i saw what got confirmed about earlier details that have been leaked in the past couple of years um so yeah, after moments it got leaked on social media. They officially dropped it. Um, the title is Grand Theft Auto Six. Um, I wouldn't expect it to be any different. Uh, like I said, you know they used to do you know GTA Vice City, GTA San Andreas, etc. Uh, but those were like considered in between games between GTA Three and Four, surprisingly. But they were full, complete games. Obviously, wonderful titles. Vice uh, City and San Andreas are both amazing. San Andreas to this date offers so much that you don't even see in present GTA games, which is wild. Um but yeah I wasn't surprised that you know it's just it's just called GTA six after this time. They couldn't even give it any other, you know, moniker. They gotta treat it treated like a big deal. So it is a numbered title. It is called GTA six. Um and it was confirmed that it's coming in twenty twenty five. So no twenty twenty four release for GTA six. Um, there's two parts here. A Part of me is not surprised that it's not coming out in 2024 because this game is going to be like a, a massive event, not just in the gaming world, but just in like the, the entertainment landscape, you know, across the board from movies, music, whatever. Like this is going to be set to be one of the biggest entertainment releases ever. And it will get consumed super big too. And I forgot the budget on the game. But Rockstar will make a profit because everyone knows GTA. You know what I mean? So a part of me is not surprised that it's not releasing in 2024. But also a part of me is is kind of shocked because usually Rockstar releases games when they're super ready. Like, you know, they'll show a trailer and they're like, all right, it's coming out in a year. It's coming out in six months. That's what they did with GTA V. That's what they did with Red Dead 2. You know, usually it's not like... They don't show games too preemptively to in advance. So that's kind of like my two part feeling about the 2025 release date. But I'm hoping it's early 2025, maybe first quarter 2025 and not fourth quarter 2025. Here's hoping at least, right? But um, yeah, 2025 release date and uh, no confirmation of platforms either. which is another interesting discussion because rockstar always releases their games console first right red dead redemption 2 came out later gta 5 came out later most of their titles is usually console first you know P- ps5 and series x is what i'm assuming in this case unless uh whatever nintendo cooks up hardware wise in 2024 can handle it i doubt it though because i love nintendo but hey it's nintendo right <laughs> i doubt it but I'm thinking it's going to be PS5 Series X release date 2025 with a PC date to follow. But again, this is kind of just like how I had two mixed feelings about the release date. I have two mixed feelings about the platforms of choice. Because, like I just mentioned, they always do console release only. But with how popular GTA is on PC and how... Roleplay RP has pushed this game to stay alive for this long, and the numbers it's done on streaming platforms, on Twitch, on YouTube, and the clips produced for TikTok views, and just the amount of power it gave to the modders to create these worlds. and These people that own these servers are making you know, people that own No Pixel are rich, man. You know, like these people are making a living off it. People who are running medium sized servers are making a living off this, even smaller servers. Some people are making. A living off this right like it's helping people like have incomes jobs etc so because role play is like such a big part of gta's identity now and what it does just not from like the longevity standpoint of keeping the game alive and from a gameplay perspective keeping things fresh for people and giving people these opportunities to showcase their voice acting skills and even get voice Act landing voice acting gigs and all this sort of stuff, just from an economical uh ecosystem standpoint, you know, just the amount of money it produces for people and helps them out. I wouldn't be surprised if Rockstar finally decides to release a game day one on PC, with the first title being GTA Six, just, just simply for the points I listed, for, just for how important RP is to Grand Theft Auto now as a series. So we will see what happens. There's always going to be a plethora of details coming up in 2024 because you know they got to push the game out. They got to show more trailer, They got to show gameplay. They got to show how RP even works because if you didn't know, Rockstar bought CFE, whatever they're called. FX, the people that created Five M, and Five M is the is the mod you need to find and connect uh, to GTRP servers if you weren't aware. So because they bought Five the M devs and whatnot. They might just integrate RP themselves and, you know, console players might have a chance to RP now, but then, you know, when things become like an official game, well, things things become different, how are they going to, you know, facilitate all that? How are they going to create servers? How are they going to make sure people are actually role-playing and not just doing, you know, no-value life and random deathmatch and treating it like, you know, GT Online deathmatch or whatnot? How are they going to facilitate all that if they make it official in the game? These are... These are details and questions that probably won't be answered for a while. Just have to be patient. But there's just so many thoughts running through my head. So I'm sorry if I'm getting off topic. I know we're supposed to be talking about the trailer specifically. Um, but hey, it's, 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 I'm dedicated this episode to GTA 6. And we're talking about GTA 6. And these are details that are important. Or whether or not, uh, you know, they're going to be implemented in an official way. And see how Rockstar tackles our, our role play themselves. So interesting to see. But yes, no confirmation of platforms, just a 2025 release date. Now, uh, as mentioned previously, Rockstar said November, you know, the trailer would arrive in early December. Um, but yeah, it got leaked, so they pushed up the release by 12 hours following the leak. Uh, onto the trailer itself now. Uh, the trailer gives us a look at, a, at the game's female protagonist, which also is a first for the Grand Theft Auto series. So maybe releasing day 1 on PC will be a first. You know, there, there could be so many first um Rockstar can do with this title just cuz of the magnitude and the sh- and, you know, the, sh- the the sheer importance of Grand Theft Auto 6. So, female protagonist for the first time, her name is Lucia. Uh she starts off in prison. Um you know, I think I think it's like an officer, a psychologist or someone, a counselor asking her, you know, how do you even end up here and she says bad luck, I guess, right? um so yeah first time there's gonna be a female protagonist um there's also scenes of her partner or like another male individual which is you know kind of making me wonder or many people wonder or theorizing that it's gonna be a dual protagonist game you know GTA 5 was three protagonists this one might be dual uh, with lucia and her man boyfriend husband whoever he is we didn't get to know much details about him but obviously that's gonna be in a future trailer but but because they're a couple and it's gonna be a dual protagonist game i feel like the writing is gonna be very tight very interwoven like a very true bonnie and clyde love each other but kind of toxic but you know they do you know they hit up blicks which was also shown in the trailer hit up crimes stuff like that to kind of like make their means and, you know, her being in prison right off the beginning um, kind of just indicates that's going to be a huge criminal presence. So there's all that. So very excited to see how all that re- works out. Uh, especially after, like I mentioned previously, after witnessing Red Dead Redemption 2's writing and characters and storylines, I'm very excited for like a very, uh, you know, focused couple story. It's something that are really hasn't tackled before, like on a large, large grand scale. So words can't describe how excited I am for them to tackle it. I think they're I think they're gonna nail it at the park, at least from the writing perspective. So I'm very, very excited. Uh the trailer also confirms that it's set in Vice City with a large line that says Vice City. Uh not a huge surprise for you know people that have been following the series, but still exciting nonetheless um you know all the leaks the past couple years have been hinting at that it's gonna be vice city and it kind of just makes sense you know we had gta3 vice city san andreas and then with gta4 they went back to liberty city you know akin to gta3 and then gta5 went back to you know los santos akin to gta san andreas so now it made sense um The GTA 6 will go back to Vice City like GTA Vice City. But obviously, we're going to get a modern Vice City. The trailer shows that. We're going to get a modern take on Miami. The trailer shows that. And just like how they had a huge countryside in GTA 5 and showing, you know, what the LA County looks like, what San Andreas looks like. um, Based on this trailer, it seems like, you know, what's going to be fictional Florida whatever they end up calling the state. It seems that they're going to be having the, the countryside as a whole. You know, there's, there's alligators in the trailer. There's like, there's like, you know, country folk and hillbillies and stuff like that. And like, you know, different, um, you know, character groups, which kind of seems like the different gangs, you know, like you have like the inner city gangs and you have like, you know, the country gangs and whatnot and families. And it's all shown here. It's all, it's all, you know, not detailed and little glimpses, but, uh, it's all shown. So I'm very excited to see their big overall take. On Florida as a gen as a state with you know modernized setting, Whew. very very cool. But yeah, Vice City, and then uh, you know we get lots and lots of quick shots of crime. Like I said, main protagonist Lucia and her and her boo, <laughs> you know, hit hit up a convenience store, and there's other acts of violence going on. But another major part of this of this trailer is we saw glimpses of TikToks and live streams. Uh, hinting that social media will also be a big part of this game, um, you know, you see people like sending out tweets and live streams on TikToks and whatnot, and it makes sense because the modern world is so social media driven. And uh, you know, that's a topic for another time. <laughs> Hence why the podcast is called Digital Town, Digital Downtime. You know, detach from the digital world, you motherfuckers. Now and then, you know, we'll smell some grass. <laughs> but all jokes aside. Very curious to see how the social media plays into things. You know, as you, as your character, can you live stream your crimes? You do. Maybe, you know, because it's dual protagonists, maybe one person records the other doing shit. How does it affect your reputation? Are they going to implement those things from the Red Dead, right? Is there going to be an honor system? Is there going to be interaction with every NPC, like how you can in Red Dead? Are they going to bring those things over? Or, is that going to slow down the nature of the game, because obviously Red Dead is more slower paced, you know, it's in the Wild West setting, so it makes sense for them to be more interactivity and slow things and attention to detail, but can they pull that off in Grand Theft Auto and still make it, you know, high, high pace and action focused and exciting remains to be seen. But it does indicate to me that with social media being such a focal point, that this interactivity with NPCs and having a rep system on our system are things that will be uh prevalent in this game. And again, very excited to see how all that works. And... Another major question, and we I don't want to even dive too deep into it, but how does this work in the multiplayer side of things? And how does this work for the integrated RP if Rockstar does go that way as well with the whole social media aspect? So many things to think about, many things to dissect. Hey, remember, guys, this trailer is only uh, 90 seconds, minute 30. And, uh, you know, I'm dissecting it to this level. So, yes, I am very excited. Very, very, very. Um, but yeah, I think social media will be integral, integral to the, to the game as well. Um, in the backdrop for the music, we have Tom Petty's love is a long road. Great, great, great song choice. Uh, which is appropriate for, uh, you know, the many car related crimes we see. And it's also appropriate for the, the, the dual pro protagonist, you know, kind of Bonnie and Clyde love story. So makes sense why they use the song. Uh and yeah like I said there's a big emphasis on the on the on the Florida setting. Um there's alligators in locations where they shouldn't be, very Florida like. And um yeah, there's just a lot going on. Uh, and you know, fans casual, hardcore to whatever degree um you know, I've been talking about GTA 6 ever since GTA 5 was was released in 2013. And, uh, you know, GTA 6 will be on 2025, so it'll be a whole 12 years later between GTAs, man. That's kind of crazy. 12-year uh, window, they didn't release any spinoffs or smaller GTAs. No no expansions for GTA 5, story expansions, like absolutely nothing. Aside from that dookie-ass fucking trilogy remake that we do not talk about. Developed by Grove Street Games, wherever those motherfuckers are. Uh, <laughs> fucking caca shit, man. Holy crap. Aside from that, 12-year gap. So, obviously, expectations that are all-time high. And I think Rockstar will develop them, um, you know. And, uh, you know, GTA five pretty much declared a masterpiece for many review outlets and players alike. For what they did with the, you know, three protagonists. And, uh, you know, I know Spider-Man 2 lately has been getting a lot of praise for being able to switch from uh, Miles to Peter and vice versa so seamlessly but uh i like to remind people that rockstar did that with three protagonists very seamlessly on hardware back on you know on the 360 ps3 days man it's uh it's quite the feat it really is so and i remember man i remember when i first saw the gte 5 trailer the very first one man i was so fucking hyped and i went to the midnight release of best buy to get the game on the 360. My boys and I would play GTA Online all the time. And then I got it again on the PS4. Then I got it again on PC. And like I said, PC, I never really even played through the story. Uh, which I think I will do now in 2024. And get, you know, the full 60 FPS plus experience um, for the story. But, you know, led to RP. And it's just been, a, like I mentioned earlier in the episode. It's just been a lo- long lifeline line of love for this series and this has grown and grown and grown with each release. Like, you know, then RP kinda of drew me into that as aspect of things. So the G the longevity of GTA and what has become today is a beautiful feat. For any developer wishes their game can be, you know, very few games in that category. And that sort of spotlight, limelight. So Yeah. Very, very awesome. So, but with all that being said, finally got to see it. And man, I'm just sorry, I'm just still trying to process some thoughts to think about it. Um, but yeah, let's not also forget last year, uh, wasn't positive for Rockstar, also as you know, huge amount of development deal footage of GTA 6 was leaked in a colossal, uh, colossal data breach. And then, you know, eventually authorities he arrested that British teenager, right, who was related to the incident or whatnot. So, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff there. Um, but yeah, man, GTA 6, I just, sorry, I just can't believe it. So, very, very awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, but 2025, you know, people are also called the conspecting if that's the end of the console lifestyle. I don't think so. It might be closer. But, um, it'll be probably somewhere to like how GTA five was released to the end of the three sixties PS three kind of lifestyle. It will, uh, it will release, it will release perfectly because it'll have the hardware figured out. And then eventually they do another definitive edition for, you know, if Xbox does make another console and, you know, PS six and whatnot, but, um, yeah, I'm just trying to look at comments and stuff right now. And, um, seeing people's thoughts, uh, you know, this person says it looks incredible after GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, I have plenty of confidence. That's kind of echoing my same opinion as well. Um, sucks to release, sucks to wait till 2025. Yeah, Rockstar usually doesn't do that, but, um, you know, I think it's just to, uh, keep, keep, keep people on their toes and know that it's actually real, it's actually coming, you know, it's just this big myth that's been uh, hyped up as for the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, that's GTA 6. Um, I know in the beginning of the podcast, I said, that's all we're going to be talking about. Um, that's kind of all I really want to mention about the game at this moment. Because, you know, I don't want to, like, just be sitting here and dissect every single detail. But that's kind of my thoughts about the trailer. kind of just confirms um, the details that were presented for the game a while back, right? Conformed all the league details. Bonnie and Clyde type story in Vice City. Um, embracing more of the countryside and whatnot, obviously there's some bigger questions remain, if, if it's going to release on PC day one, what what what's the release window looking like in 2025, quarter one two, three, four, what is it all that good stuff, but um, it will come, right, so make sure to stay tuned, don't go anywhere, um, in the next segment here we're going to be talking about Naughty Dog and being the complete opposite of Rockstar how they've kind of been pretty shitty this PS5 generation and then, of course, following that, we'll have our weekly Have You Play This segment. And uh, for this week, we're going to be talking about an underrated open-world game that may have been overlooked on the PS2 era. Uh, since, you know, we're talking about GTA and open-world games in general. Something I wanted to highlight, so stay tuned. So it was rumored that there was a Last of Us Part Two remake. I thought to myself, huh? Why would that be needed? And then... Naughty Dog and Sony and PlayStation confirmed it. That is indeed coming. It's releasing January 19th. 2024. My question is why. My bigger question is... What has Naughty Dog been doing... For the PS5 in general? Like... Naughty Dog is a beloved developer of mine, just like how Rockstar is from day one. PS1, they had Crash. PS2, they had Jack and Dexter. PS3, they they had Uncharted. And then towards the end of it, Last of Us got introduced. One of my favorite games of all time. OG, Last of Us, PS3. PS4, they remastered. The Last of Us, great. We also got Uncharted 4. Phenomenal piece of work. Call Lost Legacy. Phenomenal. Call Last of Us Part 2. You know, maybe not my favorite Naughty Dog game, but from a technical perspective, phenomenal. And then PS5. We got Last of Us Part 1, which was a remake of Last of Us. But they already had Last of Us remastered on PS4, so now Last of Us One has been released three times. Okay, everyone's still waiting for Naughty Dog's big next move for the PS5. What are they gonna do? You know, Insomniac's doing so many wonderful things for the PS5, pushing it forward, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Spider-Man Two, and yada yada yada. They come up with Last of Us Part Two remastered. You know, not the Last of Us Factions. Not, not, not the separate, complete multiplayer game from one of you know Sony's most beloved first-party devs. You know, a multiplayer game that they need, especially we know you know Sony's having this more of a live-action game focus, which I don't know what's going to yield results-wise. But PlayStation does need a wonderful banger exclusive multiplayer game and i'm and i love third person shooters and i love gears of war and i love Fortnite i love you know what i mean i love factions the last of us uh, og i love the uncharted multiplayer it's super underrated in my opinion so i'm very well looking forward to this experience this game and then early this year we got you know reports that the progress on is it's halting or it's slowing down and devs are getting fired off from the project and i'm like fuck what is going on at naughty dog right and then this news comes and i'm like what the fuck is really going on and man there's like i understand you know the last of us uh, tv series came out earlier this year and i actually thought they did a really wonderful job i really really enjoyed it uh like i mentioned uh in my first episode you know with the with the game award nominees and the best adaptation best adaptation you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> um you know, I'm a little biased. They recorded most of it here in my wonderful province of Alberta and even Edmonton and whatnot. I oh, thought they did a good job, but I don't think Naughty Dog and PlayStation are essentially utilizing that hype very well because, you know, as soon as that show came out, they had The Last of Us Part 1 remake came out on a PS5 PC. The PC was launched with all these bugs and hiccups that are still not fixed to this date, by the way. Uh, And I thought maybe factions, you know, this multiplayer game would come out and, like, you know, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, the season just finished. Here's factions. People get to experience Last of Us in a new, different way with their friends and multiplayer, and it'd be like this big, big, big PlayStation exclusive on a multiplayer front that Sony needs. That didn't happen. And now we get this. And, uh... It just pushed me to think that this isn't that big of a deal. Um... You know what I mean? Like, why is Naughty Dog revisiting The Last of Us when it's already available on the PS5 in a remastered form? Is slightly better graphics really worth the effort? What does it mean that the industry was perpetually looking backwards to its biggest hits with remakes and remasters instead of blazing new trills? Like, why Why is this the discourse for like one of the most respected AAA developers in the game? Right? Like, why are they moving backwards with just, like, doing their greatest hits of remixes and remasters instead of, like, laying down new ground? You know? Should Naughty Dog be really getting all these resources and focus from Sony for such an unnecessary fucking project when Sony just recently shut down a Japan studio which games that deviated far from more than AAA norms? What? Why? What's going on? Right? And, um, you know... It's just, I don't know. I just don't know how to fucking wrap my head around it. I don't know the perfect words for it. But I just don't get it. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Um, You know, it's like... What's really gonna happen? It's gonna be a fairly minor upgrade that improves the graphics, add a small amount of com, add a small amount of content. Not unlike you know what Kojima Productions did with Dead Stranding Director's Cut. Um, it would be different from the game of the year edition that games used to get, which packed all the DLC and whatnot. Um, the Last of Us Part Two never got any major DLC, so there'd be nothing to add on that front either. Um, and then more importantly, all the old arguments about The Last of Us seem extremely unimportant, unimportant in the face of. Recent news of twenty-five naughty Naughty Dog developers getting fired, and and like I mentioned earlier the unnamed multiplayer game, you know, "quote unquote" factions, is, report- is reportedly put on ice, and the closenessness of this remaster the original release is what doesn't sit right for me, and I don't get it. You know, The Last of Us, you know, is Sony flagship gaming brand at this point, it's turned into an HBO series, like I said, it's scored a bunch of Emmy nominations. Uh, Naughty Dog and Sony can afford to keep workers on Instead of joining the wave of uh, layoffs Caused by other bosses Um, And This is what we get This is what we get And you know it's probably not what you expected to hear From someone like I said who is a Naughty Dog fan Been a Playstation gamer Most of my life Um, But You know like I said I love Naughty Dog games but it ultimately doesn't matter what it what it what they make next. Um, you know, I just want the workers to be fairly treated to be treated fairly. And I, and I want them to take all this money and focus they get from Sony and just lay new ground and keep making these big games that pushes the medium forward and pushes the triple A space forward. Stop being lazy. OK. All right. Some fucking like little little roguelike mode is not enough among other things for this for this to be worthwhile, okay? Like they already released a 60 FPS patch. Um and I know there's like the ten dollar upgrade or whatnot. But what else can happen, man? I thought the part Last of Us remaking the first game was stupid after they remastered for the PS4 and which was excessively available on the PS5. I thought that was stupid. This is, like, even fucking more dumb. And I don't really know what they could do, you know? I don't know if they're adding developers' commentary, which could be kind of cool, because The Last of Us has hardcore fans, and, you know, that'd be awesome. But um, I still don't understand why this is happening, and I just wanted to touch some light on it, because with the amount of money this IP is generating and the fact that, Production on the multiplayer game is getting iced, and there's still layoffs happening at Naughty Dog. this doesn't sit right with me, and that's one part of the argument that that aspect doesn't sit right with me. And then just you know, remaking a game that just literally came out like X amount of years ago already has a 60 FPS patch. Already looks technically phenomenal. You know what I mean? I I just it's just not the behavior you expect from someone with the caliber of Naughty Dog. I just wanted to touch some light on it, but hey, maybe you guys, maybe there's some of you listeners who are excited for it and be like, oh, this guy's just a fucking hater. Well, all power to you, but I quite, quite quite frankly, not give a shit, um, and, and whenever the PC port does come out, I hope it does well, because then at least that way, both games will be on PC and hopefully playable, right? Hopefully playable, um, but yeah, even with the upgrade package, $10 or whatever it is, I don't see much going on here. I don't think I'm gonna to touch it. Um, you know, maybe if the roguelike like mode is that groundbreaking, sure. But um, you know, if they if 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 they thought they were too ambitious with their multiplayer project and they needed to wind it down, I think it would have been perfect for that moment to be now. Like, hey, the multiplayer is gonna be coming with this uh, Last of Us Part Two remake, remaster, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's gonna be a ten dollar upgrade. You get the, you know, the game, whatever, and all it's new, shiny works with the roguelike mode and the multiplayer. That would have made a lot more sense to me, but that's not happening. So for now, fuck you, Naughty Dog, and fuck you, Neil Cuckman. I know that's not his name, but it's an insider joke for all the whole homies that be listening. Anyways, for this week's, have you played this? Um, you know we're talking about pivoting back to talking about GTA 6 and open world games I'm going to talk about Scarface the world is yours and you're gonna, probably going to be sitting there thinking Scarface yes the Scarface the Tony Montana uh, was a game released in 2006 by Radical Entertainment if you're wondering who Radical Entertainment is They've done many, many games in their lifetime. Um, their most recent, which was back in 2012, was Prototype 2, so they did Prototype 1 as well. Um, they made Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which is also another phenomenal game of the PS2 era. Uh, the uh, the universally loved Simpsons Hit and Run, uh, among other titles. So Yeah, they are responsible for Scarface, The World is Yours, and you're probably wondering, hey, Prince, how's... How is this game a hidden gem? Scarface is a big you know, big IP and whatnot. And let me tell you, it it just never gets brought up. And uh it was a fun little game, man. You know, it's not a direct adaptation of the film. Um but it's like kind of a sequel. That changed the ending of the film, so spoilers. And if you get mad at me, the movie came out in nineteen eighty three, and if you haven't seen it yet, well, you know. But yeah, today's the ending of the film, so that Tony Montana survives, Is that you know, and uh, it's about exacting revenge on those who, you know, try to uh, oust him from power as he reestablishes his, like, you know, three drug empire in Miami. Um, but yeah, you know, the game was good. Al Pacino's likeness to the character Montana's there, um, and he does unfortunately not voice the character but obviously a lot of time between 2006 and 1983 his voice and whatnot but it still did a good job and uh you know in that era i played a lot of these open world sandbox games you know like i said the vice cities and the san andreas kind of reminded me of that It also maintained the tone of the film very well the humors there the depiction of montana himself was good and i uh, looking up right now it did actually end up selling 2 million units which is pretty good But for some reason, it still not gets brought up. So uh, I just wanted to mention, if you do like open world games, uh, make sure you check it out. If you have a PS2 or Xbox or if you know how to play them, that's all I'm going to say. It it does say it's on a Windows release, too. So maybe it's possible to get it somewhere. I'm going to look more into that. Um, Yeah, there's a lot to do in here. Um, You know, like I said, open world, third person. Just um, you destroy rival gangs. You trying to restore your reputation. Uh, the combat itself is very much uh, similar to GTA. Um, you know you can drive cars, drive boats, move around the map on the foot, interact with civilians and M- NPCs. Um, you have main missions, side quests. You know pistols, SMG, shotguns, sniper rifles, RPGs, chainsaws. You know machetes, pipes, uh, ex- ex- etc. Uh, but unlike uh, unlike GTA, uh, you cannot kill innocent people. If I remember, uh, Tony like refused to do it or whatnot, and then they only get injured. So, um... but this makes sense because if you know Tony Montana, he refuses to kill innocent men, women, and children. So, like I said, still staying true that likeliness of the character. Um, as the game progresses, you know you acquire some of, uh, you regain some of Tony's employees, helps him uh, rebuild his empire. Um, you know, you can get a pulp pilot who helps you smuggle cocaine, arm dealer who gives you discounts on weapons, an enforcer to protect Tony's businesses, and a a hitman who you can hire to eliminate other bigger racketeer bosses and whatnot. Um, And then, you can also play as them. You can switch controls from, you can switch perspectives from Tony to uh, one of them. Um, And then, this is the loophole in the game. When you play as the hitman or enforcer, this is when you can kill innocent people. So, Yeah, it's very cool. Like I said, you know, the shooting, you can lock out a different body parts to different reactions. Um, You know, this affects affects it differently. Uh, There's a blind rage mode available uh, where the game switches to uh, first person and goes slow motion and all the aiming becomes automatic. Uh, Think of Soldier 76, akin from uh, Overwatch sort sort of deal. So that's pretty cool. Um you can also acquire balls by taunting defeated opponents, tilting drivers if it is car, you can do straight races, completing missions, having conversations. So balls is kind of like your what fills the blind well is the meter. The balls meter is what it needs to be filled to unlock that blind ring. So kind of cool. Um four districts in the game Little Havana, Downtown, South Beach, North Beach. Um, uh, that all uh the, you know Map available just from the get-go. And, yeah, there's, like I said, there's many things you can do. You know what I mean? Um, You know, you can purchase fronts. You can eliminate rival big gangsters. You can carry out small missions involving purchasing and selling cocaine. Uh, You can sell businesses. You can, you know, your fronts get attacked from rival gangsters. When an enforcer comes into play, you can install security cameras. You can do all sorts of this stuff. And reputation plays a big part of the gameplay. Um, You know what I mean? And then, as your reputation increases, you can get more and more fronts, more and more side missions, uh, different exotics you can use to decorate his mansion, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, like I said, cocaine's a big involvement in the game, and uh, yeah, uh, there's also dirty money um, that which you have to clean. So, let's say if the types of players that dies, arrested, or shaken down by another gang lose all your dirty money. Think of this as like cash, kind of. Um, so to protect it like I said you make sure you don't die and then you can launder in a bank Um, you know you can launder bank you can launder your money at any bank at any time uh, but a bank will take a cut of the total Um, the percentage of their cut is determined by the level of cop cop heat Tony has Um, and then there's cop heat and gang heat that all kind of plays in so anyways that's kind of just some of the gameplay things I wanted to specify because it was pretty cool for the time for what they were able to pull off But yeah, if you have not played it, uh, make sure to check out Scarface The World Is Yours. I'm going to check. Talked about a couple things. Obviously, this episode, GTA 6, very excited for that. The State of Naughty Dog on its current PS5 run, not good. And then on this week's Have You Played This, Scarface The World Is Yours. As always, you can follow me. On uh, Twitter at GillyPG, Twitch GillyPG, Instagram GillyPG, YouTube GillyPG. As for the podcast, uh, Digital Down Pod on Twitter, and then uh, Digital Downtime on YouTube as well. Uh, thank you for wherever you're, wherever you're listening, uh, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, available on all three. Now if there's any comments or concerns, or if you're reaching out for any sponsorship opportunities, want to be a guest or whatnot, digital downtime at gmail.com. Digital downtime podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, uh, this episode will be recorded before the Game Awards happens, just as a disclaimer. So the next episode, we'll be talking about all the winners at the Game Awards and all whatever reveals or announcements there might be as well so stay tuned for that thank you as always i appreciate your time and here's to gta 6 2025